0: You are listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street Podcast, a Canadian guide to building dependable wealth. Join your hosts, Richard Canfield and Jason Lowe, as they unlock the secrets to creating financial peace of mind in an uncertain world. Discover the strategies and mindsets to a financial future that you can bank on. Get our simple seven step guide to becoming your own banker. It's easy. Head over to 7steps.ca and learn exactly. The learning process required for you to implement this amazing strategy into your financial life. That's sevensteps.ca.
1: We are excited. The reason we're excited is that we're chatting with Thomas Ede. Who's Thomas Ede? Thomas Ede's a client. And we have been very intentional about wanting to have more clients come on the show. Talk about their insights, their fascination with the infinite banking concept, how they've implemented it in their lives, and so Thomas uh, was agreeable to to be here with us today. Thomas, where are you uh, hailing from today? What part of the world are you in?
2: Uh, today, I'm actually in uh, the Okanagan in BC, ah. visiting my uh, family. Wow, yeah, it's like that's, 30 some odd degrees here right now.
1: That's a great, great part of the part of the planet, that's for sure. And then Henry Wong. There is nothing wrong with Henry wrong. And so Henry is going to be right on today in our conversation. And Henry Hale's out of the, uh, the GTA in the province of Ontario. Super awesome guy. So guys, let's just dive right in. Thomas, what tipped the scale for you to begin implementing this process in your life? What was it? Was it a piece of content, a book? Was it meeting Henry? Uh, what was it?
3: Um,
2: to start this process, I actually seen one of your promotional videos online okay. talking about a stress-free way of life and how to um, more have more control of your own financial situation. That's But awesome. before that, what actually Catalyst was just one day woke up and wanted to have more control and not watch your money walk away from you.
1: For many people, it's sprinting away from them.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, and and you know, it's one thing that we've always said is that we, um, we we just try to emphasize with folks. We'll use language like money is attracted to where it's really well respected, and it's repelled where it isn't. And when people hear that, they go, "Like, what does that mean? What does that mean as it relates to me?" Well, if you put a good system in place and you're shielding money, as you know, through implementing this process you've got more money flowing back than flowing away then you're going to attract more money because it's well respected isn't that good oh yeah and henry can show you how to attract even more of it because he likes to keep taxes away from people's wealth which is you know a book that we all co-authored together uh like co-authoring meaning like i think i helped edit it <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, Hey, you're you're a co-author. Yeah, I sure am. Um, uh, (laughs) I'm a co-spell checker. Okay, sorry. Uh, Go ahead, Thomas. I I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: That's the plan to uh, use Henry's large wealth of knowledge to uh, further this implementation of the system and to definitely figure out how to uh, figure out the tax part of it
1: for the future. That's something that everybody has to grapple
0: with, right? Now I'd like to pick up there and you know you, you so you walked. you had a catalyst event you woke up deciding you wanted to change change led you to some videos videos led you to I'm assuming Nelson's book and I'm curious did you did you order the book after watching the videos first Thomas or did you get a chance to get connected you know with Henry prior to getting a copy of the book in your hands how, how did that process you know come about for you specifically
2: I believe I watched the video and then I did the 90 minute video where they explained further and I got the book and then I started reading the book and that's when I got in contact with your team. And then uh, I was introduced to Henry from there and, and that's kind of the way it went.
0: Excellent. And when you think about going through that process, that learning journey, because it's, you know, it's step-by-step, but it's really a work at your own pace kind of model, how did you feel that was a fit for you? What, what, what parts really worked for you as far as being able to take the information in at a schedule that worked for you and to kind of move yourself along a process that just kind of, you know, was, was natural. And I guess, uh, at your own time schedule, what was that like?
2: I think that was actually very good because I have a very hectic work schedule. Um, So that that worked out really well. And I could read the book at my own pace to absorb the knowledge Um, because it is a lot to process all at once, but uh, yeah, it went really well. And I just the only thing that for me is I'm a hands on learner and I can learn very well from reading, but sometimes you need somebody to kind of like point you in the right direction and explain some things a little more thoroughly.
0: So, speaking of people pointing in the right direction who like to explain things, I'm guessing that's where Henry steps into the equation. So, Henry, I'd like to hear a little bit. Um, from you about your experience on, you know, having that inter- first interaction with Thomas and, and you know, his, you know, your vantage point of him looking at embracing the process and what are some things that came up for you as you were beginning that kind of coaching uh, relationship?
3: Yeah, when I got to connect with Thomas, the, the first few things that I will do is just learn learn about him, just ask some very simple questions. What intrigued him about this concept? And w- one of the things that really highlighted uh about what highlighted thomas to me um and stood out was you know he is not home a lot because he has to travel out uh, of his home to work and i I think last time we spoke he was only home for what what was it like thomas like three days and you know you're generally um not home so during those times that's when you would go through our content and you constantly go through our content actually um even when uh, through emails that I'm sending you, so you'll you'll dive into our content, and you're actually very very motivated to take the learning in your hands. And if there's some things you don't know, you seek it out, or you even actually reach out to me for for that. You're not you're you're not just hoping that something will happen. You you are a man of action, and that is very very powerful. At least in a lot of the conversations that I uh, take away when I and I'm constantly impressed when I talk to you, James. I've always been told
2: that if you want to change something in your life, you're the one who has to change it. Nobody's going to do it for you. So that is, that's why I'm taking that into my own hands to try and make my future better for me and my wife and my young daughter. Right.
1: Well, and these are sharp examples of possessing the optimum mindsets of people that we most love to serve. You know, people who are respectful, people who have strong family values, people who are action takers, uh, people who have a, an appetite for learning and people who are coachable and you check all the boxes, which is uh, great and you know having a great coach in Henry is uh, just an added advantage, you know for you, especially over the long term, you know as your as your program you know grows because it will grow. one of the things that Nelson talked about so often is that ideally you want to have a system of policies that's put into place gradually and incrementally over a period of time. And that'll happen undoubtedly, you know, with your structure, your program and within your family. So yeah, it's really, really great to hear. And uh, we meet people every day who consume content online and we hear things like, Oh, we've been stalking you guys for the past several months. And, you know, I can't even turn on my phone or my computer without, Ascendant showing up somewhere and one of Ascendant's teammates showing up somewhere. And that's, uh, that's by design because we want to get the message out there and uh, to, to have met you through that, through that means is, uh, is
0: awesome. Speaking of all that content, obviously you're, you're going through lots of it according to Henry. And, you know, I, I even from my conversation that I had with you, when we had a chance to meet in person in Calgary, which we'll we'll talk about in a minute, I'd really like to hear just from your vantage point, Thomas, obviously as you're avidly going through these these pieces of content and there's very a uh, variation of them that's out there what do you find is really working well for you as you you've already began the process now and you're continuing to dig in and 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 continuing to go back to those resources and learn more and grow your own knowledge base what is it that keeps you coming back and then what is what are those components of you know video content etc whether it's the podcast or something, what's working well for you, would you find?
2: Um, I'd say the easy and abundant content that's there for me or any other client or anybody in general to, if they don't understand something, they can rewatch it or they can watch a different video that might explain it slightly different so that somebody might absorb it better. Uh, That way that, you know, you can get the full potential of that information. Because like, yeah, being able to watch something and maybe like, oh, like, okay, this goes this way and then do it like, oh, I could also do it this way. And it is uh, a big help.
0: Love that. Love that. What what we found is that people also respect or or at least they enjoy the ability to learn from multiple people. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm curious, you know, obviously we have a lot of our team members that are producing a lot of that content and everyone has, as you identified, like maybe, uh, I want to say a different spin on it, but maybe, a, just a, an explanation or a way of communicating some aspect of the process relevant to their life. And how have you found the ability to, I guess, learn, let's say from Jason and Henry and Richard and the Vern's and the Sarblos and uh, the Trons of the world, how have you found the ability to kind of get pieces from all those different vantage points. How's that showed up for you?
2: Uh, Speaking for myself, because I am pretty good at taking knowledge from every different aspect. I find it quite good because you might say, hear something from a video or just from Jason in general. And then you go, okay, that's awesome. That's like where I want to be. And then you're like, but how do I get there? And then you talk to say Vern and he's explaining how his family is on the steps of going in this direction, but it's going to eventually get you towards where Jason's at in his journey. And then you talk to Richard and you explain a total different way of doing it that, Oh, I didn't think of that. Or then you talk to Henry and he explains that I could do this, this and this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That now makes sense. So I think it makes it very easy or like, I'll watch a video that Starblow puts on and just his kind of way of doing things also connects the dots and makes things a little bit more understanding. And it works really well, in my opinion.
1: I'll I'll, uh, just add to what you shared because we were having a conversation and I can't recall Henry, you might recall this. I I can't recall if it was in a recent, um, you know, gathering, we name it, learn with Jay. And uh, we were talking about, you know, having a coaching academy and creating a mastermind and, um, somebody had said great minds think alike and and i said uh i believe i had said well the tagline for the mastermind is going to be great minds don't think alike because that's where
2: oh i totally agree
1: with that right that's where you get different insights and perspective if everybody's thinking the same like nelson said this is an exercise in imagination he didn't say one person right so when you get when you surround yourself with a group of of like minded people we just want to take that a step further and say that great minds actually don't think alike and that's where you get all these different insights and perspectives. And much like Henry's reaction now, like the whole team was like, Oh my God, they gotta make that, they gotta make that a tagline. You got to trademark that. It's like, yeah, we do. And it's already underway. <laughs> right. So it's it's so awesome. Uh, it, the one thing that I would encourage you to do too and to all of our clients who are listening and to all the clients who we want to have who are listening is that our quarterly group client coaching sessions are absolutely amazing. And uh, we we archive all of that in our uh, client portal and those resources just live there. And so if you find much like Thomas, where he said, you know, I hear something from Jason and I go, yeah, okay. This is really resonating with me. Then I hear the how from someone like Vern, then I hear a different perspective from somebody like Henry and so on. That's what happens when you work with ascendant. It's not just getting Henry. It's not just getting Richard. It's not just getting Jason or any one of the several amazing teammates that we have. You get everybody. How incredible uh, is that?
2: I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, we do
0: too. Well, when you you mentioned something interesting, Jay, and uh, you know the 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 different types of things that we provide, like our group coaching and that sort of thing, and obviously we have our membership site for our clients. And I would imagine you've been all up and down that uh, that content uh, area as well, Thomas. And I'm curious, you know, what would you share with someone who, you know, maybe they're whether they're on the fence or they're just they're just in the process of now exploring this. Maybe they got Nelson's book for the first time. And you know, when you think about the once you get the policy, once you get started, and there's all this ongoing stuff that happens after the fact. There's the learning that you do before you get started, and then there's all the learning that you're doing after you get started. Mm-hmm how important would you say it is for people to have access to resources like that and and then i would just be curious for yourself what are some of the resources that you've found particularly beneficial for you when you think about your ongoing education now that you're now that you're beginning your journey
2: um i think the big one was like after i started and i got my first policy and then I got it, my second policy, a big help was to explain how to attach that to my system mm-hmm. and then how to, you know, borrow loans and repay loans That uh, was a big help. Also, how to navigate the equitable account and all that stuff. So that, that helped quite a bit. And just to have those videos to go back and be like, oh, okay, I could watch this three, four times. Or I could go, oh, I forgot. What was that email? And you can go back and they had it all there. And so that was really good for me as a client.
3: I, I just want to add when working with Thomas um, for the listeners, we started in around November, December of 2021. So as we're recording this right now, it's about July 2023, August 2023. And most of the people who start this process have this impression where I just create one policy. My system is there, and I'm done. And then, you know, see you later. I hope you get there. But there's there's a, a continuing process afterwards. Just even starting the policy is just the beginning of it. And when I worked with Thomas, the good part here is we talked about his, his designing his first one, putting it together, putting it to action and to use. And then within a couple of months, he had some really good events happen to uh, a new uh, a new person entered his life, and there's all these other wonderful news that happened during that time. And we started other processes towards expanding his system. And he also had other experiences from his past life that he's learned, as with regards to at least in Thomas's situation right now, he's taking along a lot of responsibility within his own family and we talked about protecting it and so it's not just one thing of one policy and everything is done there's a continuing relationship that um, thomas and i actually meet quite regularly i think in the last each year we've meet at least two times a year two three times as honestly it's whenever thomas needs and we talked about the things that he was going through um even with uh his wife what he's doing with the with with her life journey and part of that so yeah i, I think it's not just a, a one and done consume some content but there's a relationship that i enjoy building with thomas during this stage that's what it's all about
1: right i mean it's uh I think the, the, the clients that, that we most love to serve, they're just bombarded transactionally in their lives. Everything's just a transaction. And w- when you actually have a good coach and you're, you're coachable and you have that ongoing, that frequency of communication and it's really effective, that's a relationship. That's not a transaction. We have no interest in that at Ascendant in being transactional. And uh, some people like Henry mentioned, want that. All I want to do is buy one policy. I've arrived. I've got it all figured out. I don't need a system. I don't need coaching. I don't need any of that. I just want to purchase a product from you. Our response has always been and always will be, We'd be happy to refer you to somebody you can go purchase that product from because um, we're just not going to be well-suited to work together. We're the buyer in this process, not the seller. And we're really clear about the people that we most love to work with.
2: I think the big part of working with you guys is everybody that I've met so far has all been very open and willing to pass on knowledge, um, educate people, how teach speed all that and i very much have been that my life with either family or co-workers or whatever and i think it was just very nice to meet people that were willing to help people along and not just be like 40 years down the road be like oh i could have told you that and could have explained that but i never did
1: <laughs> that would be the worst thing to hear right oh boy that could have worked out a lot better <laughs> it's like what's that movie from richard uh um so I married an axe murderer. Oh yeah. And and he's at exactly. his wedding anniversary and they were like they've been married for like 50 plus years and he goes, "I've only got one thing to say. It could have been worse." <laughs> right? So uh, anyway, all kidding aside, um yeah, it's it's so good to hear stories like yours Thomas and your interactions it just reinforces what we believe people like you value and and we just want to keep delivering that. One
0: Speaking of being able to interact with other people, you had a great opportunity to, you know, we, you know, earlier this year, we were able to hit multiple cities in the country doing some live events. Uh, very grateful to be able to do live events again, even though they are a ton of work, they're also a lot of fun. And uh, so we had the opportunity to meet uh, in Calgary. Of course, you brought your your family, your wife and your daughter were there, which was cool to see. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear, you know, you to share just your experience of what it was like attending that event. Um, you know, what would you say to someone who's considering coming out to one of our live functions, whether they're an existing client who maybe hasn't been to one in a long time, or even just uh, someone who just wants to check out the process and be able to engage and meet with our team. So what was your experience and, and what would you share with others?
2: Um, I was on shift and I found a very short notice that you guys were having an event close to me and I was be on days off that I could attend. So I told my wife that I wanted to go and she was very supportive and said, Okay, we'll figure it out. So we went and attended, and it was awesome, very eye opener. I got to meet a bunch of wonderful people, um, whether it was on the team or just people in the kind of conference room with me, people around me, at my table or in tables near me. And I think it was very educational. I learned lots. Just had a good time, um, and yeah, like anybody who wants to go to any event like this, it could be a potential eye opener and contact making because I met few people that were very um, up there. They had the one was a mortgage broker. One was doing something else. People were into real estate. People were into other things in life. And I think that would just draw you to maybe going to something that you might be attracted to. You never know where your life's going to take you. So I think that was really cool.
1: That's what we want to create.
3: Oh, you, you should hear uh, Thomas's definition of close. Thomas, how long did, of a drive did it take you to get there? <laughs>
2: Um, close
1: to seven and
3: a half hours. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> hey dear, I'm just going to take a short drive to go to an event if that's okay. Yeah, great. Is it like 20 minutes from here? No, uh, it's going to take me all day to drive there, but it's a short drive. <laughs> like Thomas, that's awesome. That is so awesome. And uh, did you like the think time too? So like when you were coming back, from the event? Did you have a chance to just kind of really process what your insights were and what your takeaways were? And I I personally enjoy that. I really like drive time.
2: Uh, Yeah, we split the driving up between the both of us to make it a little more enjoyable. And we both talked and discussed and, and I have my own personal thoughts on how I could take some of the information that I gathered and implement it into my life and my system. And I just kept kind of reeling a little bit on some of the information and some of the stories I heard. And I was just blown away. And one of Vern's stories, for example, about how he bought his truck. And it just resonated with me because I know a couple of people who bought a truck and they're stuck in payments. I'm in the process right now. I have a truck that I have payments on and I hate the fact that I can't do anything about those payments and they're a set amount and they're going every two weeks to my truck payment and yeah so that story particularly it uh, resonated with me quite a bit how he has control of that and and it's actually going to help better fit his future as well
0: become your own banker and take back control over your financial life hey is this even possible you may be asking can i even do this well you better believe it in fact it's easy to get going so easy that we've put together a free report seven simple steps to becoming your own banker download it right now go to seven steps.ca that's seven now let's get back to the episode the fact that you made a lot of contacts and and engage with other people uh i mean a lot of people will attend events and they have the opportunity to meet contacts but they don't really do it and so the fact that you saw that as an opportunity and you created that, you facilitated that is is also important. And that it was reciprocated, which which has been my experience anytime that we host an event. We always seem to create a really good atmosphere where people can connect with one another. In fact, we do our best to try to foster that. And a lot of times, you know, we'll intentionally, you know, we meet somebody and we'll say, hey, oh, you know what? Hey, I think you need to go and meet so-and-so. And we'll try to make that connection you know with our team as much as we can in the room so we can foster those relationships and even in our in our you know quarterly client coaching sessions that we do even though they're an online platform because we have people all over the country there's even an opportunity where we try to create op- options to for people to meet one another as well in those environments which i think is uh is, is really key because you know we're, we're starting to hear we're hearing that the folks that meet each other through infinite banking probably because of a connection through their coach or through Ascendant Financial, they're creating whether it's a new business or new relationships or real estate opportunities. And uh and not only that, they're just creating camaraderie. And, you know, life is meant to be something that you get to share with others. We don't nobody wants to be a lone ranger, and especially if you've got to drive seven hours to get someplace uh You know, there could be a lot of Lone Ranger stuff happening in that world. And for a guy who works a lot and travels a lot, sometimes there can be a disconnect there. So to be able to create and foster relationships along the way was things that we're mutually interested in. And so obviously infinite banking as something you incorporate in your life To be able to meet and connect with other people doing that, it automatically raises the level of your ability to interact with each other because you have shared experience now, a shared vocabulary almost around the things that you're doing in life.
2: I think the big thing too about that event that I attended was you got to put like a personal touch on. Yeah, you see people online and you're like, ah, maybe that's touched up video or maybe that's, you know, just for like, the example there or whatever, but when you actually meet the person and you have a personal conversation and you guys can kind of communicate or share experiences or just hear them explain something close to you with your own ears, it it's a big thing that it yeah It means a lot and it touches and connects with your actual body and your mind and stuff. So it makes a better connection.
1: Well, there'll be many more events, uh, Especially with the road shows that we're planning, and we just um, we love that. We love getting with the people, and uh, Rich and I talk about that so much because we we do this. We do a lot of recording, and we get a lot of great content out there. It's just a whole different degree of energy when you're right there with the people, and you can hear their questions real time. You can share relevant experience and stories and you can point someone else out in the room to say Thomas that is an excellent question I need to get you with Sarblo because he's got a great way of addressing that and it just that's what makes those events so valuable and so to to have you share your experience people want to know they want to hear from other attendees what was your experience like and the family banking summit that roadshow is going to be phenomenal going into the future. All the major city centers that we're hitting and uh, the time that we're spending with people. And we're going to build an amazing community. We've got, you know, the private Facebook group and we've got that, but we are actually going to be very intentional about building a community. And it's um, if you were to ask Richard and I, if we could take you back Thomas to just, a little past August of 2009, Rich. And sitting down and saying, hey, we'd love to share this with people and just put people in a room and talk about it. And we were really early in our own journey with the process. And at one of the first opportunities that we had to do that, there were less than 10 people there. Six people. And if you would have told us that we would be speaking to thousands every year we didn't see it at that time we we'd have certainly would have said oh my god of course like yeah we would love to let's get after it let's go and that's what we did and so people the, the reason i'm sharing this is that if you think about this in terms of your implementation of infinite banking in your life your family people grossly overestimate what they can get done in a 12 month period and grossly underestimate what they can get done over the remainder of their lifetime. Because we live in this instant gratification, everything I want it yesterday. I want it done. Now I just want to reserve my thinking for every other element of my life. I don't want to be thinking about this, not saying infinite bank. I'm just speaking sort of generally in terms of the human condition Whereas if you were to ask, I was just speaking with um, a life insurance company yesterday, one of Canada's largest mutual life insurance companies. And we were having this conversation, Thomas, we were talking about the difference between a mutual carrier and a stock company. You know how people talk when they say, oh, if you, if you were to just look at all the fees that you pay in your mutual funds over the whole course of your whole lifetime. Nobody's having that discussion about a stock company and all the money that they're paying to stockholders out of the participating pool. Oh, I agree. Cause they think about it in one transaction. Well, the dividend scale interest rates are the same. Oh my goodness. Who would you rather have a hundred year relationship with? That Can was my, that, that was my question for them. And they're like, how do you come up with these? <laughs> How do you, do that? like, it just, it, all I had to do was hear the person say what they were saying. And I was like, let me, I agree with you, first of all, because the discussion was the distinction between a mutually owned company and a stock company. And then I just asked the question, if you think about all the money that comes out and goes to stockholders over the theoretical 100 year lifespan, who would you rather have a hundred year relationship with a mutual company or a stock company? I don't care about any of the nuances. It's a real simple question because everything begins with what the way that we think. Got it.
2: Isn't that good? Oh, I agree hundred percent.
1: And if um, they use that in any other marketing material, I told them they better give us credit for it because it, it just gets people thinking. Long range. You remember someone who coached us to think long range? The late R. Nelson Nash. He didn't coach us to think about today's dividend scale interest rate and how many pennies are coming out of the pool for stockholders versus all the mutual benefits that we have, the strength and mutuality if you're dealing with a mutual life company. He coached us to think long range. And once you understand what's really going on, you'll know exactly what to do. So when we hear all this noise out there in the world, and there are many great stock companies, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm not saying that one is good or bad. They just are. And you need to understand what's really going on so that you'll know exactly what you want to do. Well, speaking of knowing what you wanted to do, you know, circling back to
0: that decision that you made, uh, Thomas, on that you wanted more control over your money. Obviously it led you to the path of, you know, uh, some video content, but I'm curious, how did it go from that feeling, that knowledge base that you wanted something different? You you, you had a fundamental thing in your pit of your stomach that said, there's gotta be a different way or a better way. What, what would you say was the thing that actually had, I don't know if it was random that a video popped up or you must've been searching. And so how did, how did the search come about for you? And then you you discover some videos, you watch it. What was the piece that led you to believe or understand this is what I'd been looking for? I'm curious about that.
2: So I woke up one morning, I barely got out of bed and I checked my bank account, got paid and I'd already allocated my money to... You know, investing and saving. And I said, I got to hold on to this for my truck payment that comes out later today and paid all my bills. And it was a good paycheck. And I was like, three quarters, if not all of it, have already been gone, all allocated. And I said, so much money between bills and truck payments and this and that. It was all just walking away, running away, as you should say. And It was that moment that I said, there's got to be a different way. Like I've thought I was doing all the steps going the proper way of, you know, getting as they say, richer or more knowledge based and I was not getting anywhere. And then um, I just started kind of watching some online videos. I got some Dave Ramsey videos and some other ones about bigger pocket podcasts and so on and so forth. And then, through my meanderings it led me to a video and i was like this this can't be real and then i was like watching more and i was like if this is real this this sounds really cool this is like got you you know it benefits you it's got control it's got this it's got this so that's when i started digging into it more and started figuring out like where was that video like how can i get to that content or where what what was the platform for that and then that's how i kind of ended up going down this path and you know, you, you hear a lot of hype, whether it be good or bad, and you're you're trying to sift through it. So then I took it upon myself to I'm gonna ask somebody for a direct answer of how does this work and if it's bad or good. And that's just how I kept going towards where I am today. Man of action. There we go.
3: Oh go ahead, Henry. Oh yeah, no, I'd I love uh just for because I get get the pleasure of having uh more personal private conversations with Thomas but I'd love for him if he's comfortable sharing being now having your own system of policies what do you notice cuz I'm cuz you know you share with me you talk to other people about this what do you what do you observe or notice the difference When you're trying to talk to them about taking control of the banking function in their life, what what do you notice that's different from where you are now from what, uh, if you see yourself, if you saw, when you look at those people now.
2: Well, it frustrates me as somebody who wants to try and pass this knowledge on, but also like you explain it to people, they may not understand it. They may kind of like, Oh, that sort of makes sense. Um, but just the things that you see people do is very frustrating in they like for example going and buying a truck and I'm like you should have done this first and then you could have bought that vehicle or you know just set this in place for your kids cuz it's going to benefit them in 15 20 years when they graduate high school and go to go to college or want to buy a business and all this stuff so yeah it's just I try to pass on the information and knowledge that I have gathered as much as possible I have high respect for you guys on how you do it because I talked on blue in the face and a few people have kind of like, oh, I'll check it out. And then some people are like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And then you get family members that are like, that doesn't sound right. And I'm like, I've done my knowledge and I've done my research before I took these steps. I wouldn't tell you bad advice. Right.
1: Yeah. And when we share with people how how long we've been doing this, um, it's sort of an instant dose of Um, legitimacy in the sense that, you know, if you've ever met somebody who's maybe, you know, gone from one thing to the next, or there's always something new that the person wants to share with you and talk to you about, versus this is what we do day in and day out. This is what we specialize in and have been doing so for many, many, many years. And we'll be doing so for many, many more. And we are constantly rethinking our thinking every single time we deep dive into Nelson Nash's content that he pioneered and developed. And then we have the privilege and a duty, frankly, to lift other people up and to share those great new insights with them, because we're just a little bit farther down the road. And you would be shocked, Thomas, and maybe Henry shared this with you, You would be shocked how many people we connect with every day who say things like, you know, uh, a friend of mine, colleague of mine mentioned this to me three, three and a half years ago. I've just been hearing a little more about it because every time I turn on my phone or my iPad or my computer, your face is showing up there. And I got to the point where I had to make a decision of either being really irritated by that. We're compelled to actually learn something. And we hear it all the time. And Rich, like you hear things like, Hey, remember that event that I met you at uh, back in uh, 2013? <laughs> I'm ready to go now. It's great. Like, and the, the my, reason my I'm sharing My response that, is,
0: Of course, I remember that event.
1: Yeah. It, Where was yeah. it again? Your name was Full Point Foods Birch, right? It was what? <laughs> Never mind. It doesn't matter. It's I, I know you were there. And, but what's interesting. The most about it is people say, had I known then what I know now, right? So at some point, they received inspiration to catch it. And Nelson always said, This process is more caught than it is taught. You can share all the knowledge and the wisdom, but if a person doesn't catch it, then that person's just not ready. And we never give up on a lead ever, unless a person for whatever reason would say, Hey, just don't talk to me anymore. Like I, I, I don't want to have anything to do with this. That's great. That's, that's your privilege. And as long as you leave happy, but we never give up on somebody and we get these interactions all the time. So for anybody who's listening to this or watching this video, if we're talking to you, uh, we'd love to have a personalized conversation with you, get in touch. You'll be connected with the right person on our team. And Thomas, Please stop me when I'm saying something that's incorrect. We are not going to pressure someone to do anything at all. We will make sure that a person has complete clarity before they take any further steps in the process. And we certainly won't be bothersome.
2: No, you've been very open. Uh, Everybody on your team that I've talked to has been very understanding. They, with my work schedule and, you know, particular, and um, Henry suggested a few things and I, was like, hey, like this is why I'm a little nervous doing this. And he understood because of the way my work schedule is, or my work, you know, goes really busy during the winter and slows down during the spring, stuff like that. So, you guys are very good at, at listening when, you know, clients say something. And, and you're not, like you said, you're not being bothersome or, or pushy. You just want to see the best for people. And that's kind of the way I am. And I'm to the point where I'm really frustrated with say family or friends. And I'm like, I just want to see you do good. I want to see you have more control, especially in these times right now where people are so stressed out about paying their bills or putting groceries on the table. And yeah.
0: I, I think it's also important to, uh, you know, obviously you you wanting to share the message with others. And I recognize those, those frustrations that you have. And I certainly remember having those more in the early days when we were starting to get this message out. Um, what I, what I think is interesting is, You know you've got this crazy work schedule and that is not uncommon we have a lot of people who are very busy we're all everyone's busy and sometimes we're busy at being busy sometimes we're busy because we're being pulled away for work and travel and you know i know you have uh, a very young you know your your daughter i think is maybe what less than a year old she's what seven eight months maybe or something like that
2: no she just turned one on july 12th
0: okay well well happy happy birthday to her that's amazing fantastic (laughs) and so but you know there's a lot you know first child there's all kinds of stuff happening there so there's a lot of pressures that we have to deal with and you know I, I'm curious you know you you're going through the content you're finding time to do it you're finding the time it's either on the road to work it's 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 during the lull periods at work and so you're figuring out a way to get that done some people are not making the commitment to do that they're not taking Thomas level action. (laughs) So if you could encourage people to find the time and, and, and to create that space so they can get the education that they need, even if, even if they started the process and they're, they've already got going, but they're not being consistent in, in, in reviewing information, logging into the client membership site, you know, attending the client quarterly client coaching events, what's some advice or some feedback you would give those people to help encourage them to, to be diligent on continuing their education journey.
2: I think that Jason said it best in one of his videos where it's all the excitement. And then once you get it, you're like, Oh, and you have to just keep with it. It's a study. it's it's, just for forever to, to this control to be, you know, in and use it as, the excitement's gonna come and the excitement's gonna go but you just have to stay dedicated to knowing that you are leaving a legacy for your family um you have like all kinds of opportunities ahead of you and you just have to want it and figure out what's driving you to have that want or need to get this process or to just figure it out with knowledge or or this banking for your family in in, uh in general
1: very well spoken Rich,
0: take us home, man. Well, Thomas, we appreciate you being with us so much and, and sharing what's true for you on your journey. And uh, there's a lot more to your journey to come. And I'm sure we'll be checking in with you as you go. Um, but, you know, to share a little bit about, you know, your story and and now even the fact that you're out there trying to help people embrace this concept, although not everyone's receptive, I suspect you're the kind of guy that's not going to stop trying. So I I love to hear that. Um, our, our question really, Thomas, for you uh, that we'd love to close our show out with is who would you most want to be a hero to?
2: Um, who would I want to be a hero to would be my nieces and nephews and my children, obviously. Um, we all have a path that we take in life and I want my children to have every opportunity and I want my nephews and nieces to have every opportunity that me and my sister may or may not have had um and i think that's just in general for any you know aunt or uncle or father mother and i think that's just yeah i think that's that's what i'm saying there All right get 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 those uh
0: youth the opportunities they deserve is what i am going to summarize that as so that's fantastic thanks again so much for being with us here today thomas we appreciate it henry of course thanks for joining us uh to share your thoughts and your your uh, amazing interactions that you've had with thomas and for everyone else <laughs> poof, just right there, you'll see a magical video just showed up that says, watch me, we great content. So go ahead and click on that and uh, get some of that great content right into this amazing tool. You've got your brain, most powerful computer on the planet. Keep feeding it,
2: feed it
1: what's good. That video right there. It's good.
2: Thank <laughs> you, you gentlemen, ratings. for giving me the opportunity for joining you guys on this podcast.
1: Uh, it was a pleasure to have you.